welcome back, beautiful people. <laughs> what a beautiful day for all these beautiful people. Yeah. Good morning. If you're enjoying this episode with your coffee. Yep. Coffee chat number two. Alexa, yeah. what are we talking about today? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You forgot. Oh your my favorite. Gosh. My oh, favorite. Me. Yeah, sorry. Okay, you go first. I need a minute to think. I don't know. I feel like it hasn't changed really from last week, but. That's lame. <laughs> let me think. Well, like, I've been. I, okay, so last time I said, like, making an espresso, adding mm-hmm. ice, adding a little bit of, like, almond milk or yeah. whatever, cinnamon. So this week, I would say it's like the iced coffee or cold brew from, like, the grocery store. Oh. Yeah, it's actually really good. I think it's like, what is the one called that I'm drinking? They have here. I don't know. It's not the Starbucks. No, it's really good. And yeah, it's really good. Like I just drink it before work. I like with ice and. Yummy. Good. That's pretty much it. All right. I'm going to say something a little controversial. So bear with me. But last week I went to Starbucks for the first time in a while. And I was like, all right, I really want a Frappuccino. <laughs> so I got a caramel Frappuccino and it was fire. I haven't had one in like years and it was good. Yeah, I know. They're, they are actually like good. <laughs> yeah. When Alexa worked at Starbucks, she would always tell me how much she hated when people ordered Frappuccinos. I'm not even like hate. I actually, I was one of the few people that enjoyed making them. Like, I thought they're kind of fun to make because you can make them look all pretty and stuff. But <laughs> it was just like people would order them right and early and you're like why are you ordering a frappuccino at 8 a.m like do you know what's in that but no they actually are like i had a few when i was there too and did you could get them you can make them with like oat milk or whatever you want i didn't know that yeah that's what i would better insider tip there we go boom good favorite nice well done all right all right now alexa (laughs) what are we talking about in our coffee chat today we are talking about one of my favorite topics out there, which is, well, we're going to talk about probiotics, but we're also going to talk about the gut and what is the gut? Yay. What is the gut? What is the gut? That's a great question. Okay. So the body is full of these microorganisms that play a bunch of roles in our body. So we have these microorganisms all over our body, including like our lungs, our skin, our eyes. Um, and then the gastrointestinal tract, which is what most people refer to as like the gut microbiota or the the gut in general. It's like become a trendy term, I think. Yeah, it definitely has. And this gut is comprised of bacteria, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually the largest site on your body for that bacteria. It's 70% of the body's microorganisms reside in the gut. Because if those of you who don't know, we're science students again, so we have to slow down sometimes because I think that we know this, mm-hmm. but we have bacteria all over our body, outside our body, inside our body. And a lot of people who hear bacteria, you get scared because bacteria is not always good. You get infections. People are scared of them. But with the gut and other microbiomes in our body, it's important to remember that they're good bacteria, that we need bacteria to help mm-hmm. do what our body does. And in the gut, especially the bacteria is very important. Yeah. Like 
the gut microbiota, which is like, so when I say gut microbiota, I'm referring to all the bacteria in your gut. It's like, like the world, like the world is full of people, like the population. <laughs> so like your gut microbiota is like the house of everything. So it actually contributes to vitamin synthesis, immunity, neuroendocrine function, which is like, um, your hormones, um, Mm -hmm. and then your intestinal integrity. So you may have heard the term leaky gut syndrome. Um, and that is pretty much when your gut, your gut is leaky. So, um, like your, your yummy in your gut can affect that. And then as well as, um, it can contribute or sorry, it contributes to metabolism. I'm eating lunch right now. And Alexa's talking about leaky guts. Yummy. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. no, that's a great overview, I think, of the microbiota. And something I think is really interesting. First of all, we both learned about this in school. Alexa is doing her like actual masters specifically in this area of research. But I did, I've learned a little bit about it as well. And what I learned about it was more from the perspective of how it develops, which I think is so interesting because you're born with your microbiota and it develops throughout your early childhood so you know those people who are like oh my kid eats dirt or like lick I used to lick railings at amusement parks I'm sorry mom Mm -hmm. but like that actually (laughs) Alex is like disgusted by that but it actually helps your microbiota because you need to be able to fight off that to actually build um, a good gut health which is interesting to think about and there's a lot more detail in that as well but Super cool stuff. I think it's important to mention like, so there's like healthy health promoting bacteria, which is the good bacteria, but then there's the inflammatory um, promoting bacteria. So pretty much when people say, you know, you want to balance your gut or you want to create a good environment in your gut, they're referring to having more of that healthy bacteria opposed to the more inflammatory bacteria. Yeah. It's a great point. And mm-hmm. our gut gut health is so important. And I think that this is something that in not social media, but just in general is coming more to light recently. Um, it's becoming more popular. I've seen it a lot in like the skincare field, but Lex, do you want to kind of give a little insight into what the gut affects? I know it's a lot but do you want to kind of give an overview of how that affects our body? Yeah. So I'm going to start off with the gut brain axis, mm-hmm. um, which is this huge area of research and it's becoming, it's increasingly growing the research behind it. And it, there's a lot of unknowns with the gut. Like there's still so many unknowns, no matter how popular it is right now, how much research is being done. Like there's a lot of unknowns still. But the gut-brain axis is pretty much the way that the gut and the gut microbiota and how your um, how rich your bacteria is in your gut and that balance between the good and bad bacteria um, can affect your brain. So there's this communication system, like a highway from your brain to your gut. So it, can, it goes both ways. So actually, something that I researched in my undergrad, I mean, my master's, was anxiety induced IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, which has a lot to do with your gut 
um, your gut bacteria. Mm -hmm. So mood and um, mental health can really affect your gut and can cause those digestive problems and seeing problems in the gastrointestinal system. So it goes that way, but it also goes the other way. So let's say you have a really like not a diverse gut bacteria, or you have, you know, that imbalance of bacteria, it can affect your mental health. It can affect your mood. It can affect so many things, which like I can literally go on forever. So we can, I think we're going to do a full episode on this. Um, I just kind of wanted to give like an in to, um, yeah, for sure. And something that I've learned more recently is how the gut can affect your skin which is super interesting. And a lot of people in the skincare industry, I think are coming um, forward and speaking out because in order to heal your skin, a big portion of it is healing your gut for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. So that just goes to show that between, like you just said, the mental health, like anxiety, all that. And with your skin, again, the correlation between your gut and your whole body is just incredible. I think it's crazy. No wonder you do research in this area. It's so cool. <laughs> I know. There's just, it's, yeah, like I could go on and on about the things that your gut um, affects in your body. Like it's kind of like the the gut affects everything and it all starts in the gut. You may have heard people say that like everything stems from the gut and having a healthy gut just can benefit so many aspects of your body and your health. So, and I think it's it's obviously a very confusing topic um which mm-hmm. is totally there's a lot of research out there but it's really i think it's really cool mm-hmm. so that's a little intro to the gut i think we did a good broad overview but mm-hmm. alexa do you want to talk about maybe start with probiotics and what they are yeah so probiotics contain live bacteria um and by taking these you can alter your gut microbiota So you can alter the bacteria that is in your gut and this can promote various health benefits. Yeah. Um, There's, it's really cool. And I think what's interesting about probiotics is that as Alex mentioned, they're um, bacteria, but based on your diet concerns and your body, you can customize, not really customize, but you can pick what probiotics you want that are best for you. And I think that's super cool too with the gut because obviously everyone has something, everyone's body's different. There's something going on. Like um, when I was struggling with my skin, I had someone recommend specific probiotics to me actually to help with my gut in order to help see some improvements in my skin. Um, So I think that probiotics are something pretty important. And I think that they can be broadly used to help a variety of different things in your body. I'm going to quickly mention the difference between probiotics and prebiotics. Mm-hmm. I think like everyone talks about probiotics, but just in case people don't know the difference. So probiotics are, like I said, live bacteria. So they're living strains of bacteria that add to your gut. Um, and then prebiotics are plant fibers. So they actually are act as food for the bacteria in your stomach. So the prebiotics are pretty much feeding your bacteria and helping grow the good bacteria in your stomach. Right. Right. Interesting. And most people don't know about prebiotics, I would say. They're less common than probiotics. 
um, but they're both important. <laughs> Probiotics are one of the ways to help um, create a benefit, like a healthy environment for your gut. Yeah. So there's many other ways and we can get into them in a longer episode. If you guys would love that, if not, then we won't do one, but I think it's really interesting. Let us DM us. Sorry. Yeah. But probiotics are just one way. Um, there's lots of studies on them. They can help enhance your gut interior. Oh, sorry. That's not what I'm saying. Gut integrity. Gut integrity. Alexa, do you want to hear something super interesting? I think you'll like this. So my class is here. We actually did a bunch of projects on, we could pick what we wanted and do, but a lot of people in my class were really interested in the gut. So there was a lot of people who chose the gut as topics and how probiotics were being used to actually treat different diseases and um longer standing illnesses, which I thought was so interesting. So there's a bunch of studies in Alzheimer's, dementia. I know we talked about anxiety, but depression as well, that different probiotics and different bacteria are being used and tested um, to cure, not cure, but help with these diseases and illnesses, which I think is super duper cool. Was it, that is really cool. Is it, was it prevention or was it more like these people had Alzheimer's and it was like to help mitigate the symptoms or like. So for depression, it was actually like treatment, which was Mm -hmm. interesting Um, for dementia and Alzheimer's. It was a little bit of both. I think by the end of the studies that I had um, seen, they were moving towards prevention instead of actual treatment, just because they are such complicated disorders. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, that just goes kind of full circle to what you said about the like the blood, uh, the gut brain, gut brain access, and how intense, intensely intertwined the two are, which is super interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. It's a widely researched topic right now. So, yeah. Um, so, Kayla, you mentioned you take probiotics, right? Yep. Yeah. So do I. Um, <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Like I'm saying, we, we both take them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's something specific that you are like trying to figure out or you think probiotics would help, totally go get some like advice from a health professional um, and they can help find the perfect ma- match for you. Mm-hmm. I know like probiotics can be confusing because there's so many different strains of bacteria. There's so many different um, capsules that have different amounts of strains. Like they're all like a billion in the billions, but like it may be confusing to figure out which one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for the average person, I would say like, you know, grab yours at Costco. Like that's what I did when I started taking them. Um, did you change yours recently? Or are you still taking? Yeah, I did. I changed mine to, like I mentioned before, I have IBS. So trying to like get my stomach all worked out, but I actually just like am taking one that's a higher, um, oh. higher amount of strains. Interesting. Has it been helping you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my friends, um, same thing, like her stomach is like really messed up. Um, and so she takes a probiotic every morning. And so another little tidbit about probiotics that my naturopath told me about, um, she said, 
when you're stressed or you have times more times of stress or anxiety or like, yeah, high stress times, you can actually like increase your dose. I mean, that might not be applicable to everyone, but like I take two sometimes when I know I'm going to be really busy that day or. Wow. That's yeah. Cause it cool. helps. Yeah. It helps with that. So it stresses out your gut. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Well, Alexa, thank you for sharing your gut knowledge. Oh, actually quickly. I just want to mention food, like how you can get probiotics through food. If you're not about the supplements or like supplements scare you, I think we should mention some foods that have probiotics. Yeah. Sorry. I was just laughing because as I shovel food in my mouth, Alexa goes, Oh, food. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me some good um, foods that have probiotics. So obviously yogurt, well, not yeah. obviously, but a lot of people know about that one. That one's really popular and an easy way to get some probiotics in. The most common for sure. Yeah. Um, then we have kimchi, which mm. yeah, is an acquired taste. Like, I don't know. I like it. Some people don't. Um, kombucha, another acquired taste. Yeah. I like it again. I don't know. Do you like it? Kim? I don't like kombucha. Really? Because it's bubbly. Yeah, that's true. You don't like bubbly stuff. I don't like bubbles, but the taste isn't bad. Um, I know that for those of you who like sushi, miso is actually, well, not even Mm -hmm. sushi, just Japanese food, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Miso is also one. And something more common that Alex and I just figured out is pickles apparently are a good source of food probiotics. Do you believe that? Um, I think it's because the way they're like made. Oh, the fruit, like the, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, well, it has to be obviously because. Yeah. Cause cabbage would be if it was kimchi. Fair enough. So I think those are common. Anything else that was really common that we came across? Um, Oh, like some kinds of cheese. Mm. Like, yeah. Isn't, isn't, yeah. Like cottage cheese. It's a good so one. Good. Oh, see, I don't like cottage cheese. Yeah, but if it's a texture. Is it a texture thing? That's why I don't like no, it. I don't, yeah, I think it might be. Mm-hmm. I think it just kind of creeps me out because I like I love Greek yogurt. Like I, I can't true. eat yogurt. Some something I heard from like this past month from one of my parents' friends, which I think is so bizarre. Apparently, like plain chips, like ruffles, and instead of dip, like instead of hell of a good dip or something cottage cheese Hmm. apparently it's fire because it's like the saltiness from the chip and the but when i heard that i was like pardon me haven't tried yet so maybe we'll have to try what good tea you spilled for our listeners yeah there you go guys yep chips and cottage cheese apparently it's fire (laughs) cannot confirm but (laughs) anyway second coffee chat finished finish finish yeah try that again (laughs) i don't even know what to say but okay i hope you guys learned something today and if you would like another in-depth episode about the gut please let us know yeah alexa where can they let us know on our instagram at steaming cups underscore perfect guys don't forget to like and subscribe we would is that is that it do you like and subscribe on podcasts i don't think so i think it's just and read. 
We don't even know, but that's okay. I don't even know. We'll get there. But Do what you yeah, can. make sure you follow us on all podcasting platforms and we'll be back. Mm-hmm. So talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.